Maybe for your kids, their favorite toy is a drone. We know that drones are everywhere these days, being used to keep birds away from airport runways to making stunning scenes in the sky at entertainment venues. And now they're being used to help replant forests lost to forest fires. And it's happening right here in Alberta. And over the past couple of years, sites in what Fort McMurray, Horse River, Wandering River have all had uh, these drones show up and have uh, seed pods kind of pelted into the burned out areas. The drones are owned by the company Flash Forest and the co-founder and chief operating officer Cameron Jones joins us this afternoon. Hi Cameron. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing super fantastic. Tell me uh, about how this all started. It goes back to living in Kelowna and and seeing what the fires there did to you know your hometown yeah that's that's right and uh good job with the research uh, so uh <laughs> so Bryce and I were both uh, co-founders uh and brothers and we grew up in Kelowna and the year after we moved there so it was in 2003 and then 2004 there was the Okanagan Mountain Park fire and it burned the entire landscape behind our house which was heavily forested and it wasn't planted afterwards uh, i guess they just assumed that maybe naturals would come back there was a lot of fires so it just wasn't treated 20 years later now nothing has come back but grass mm. and so yeah and so so bryce my brother he was just you know toying with ideas he was also an ex-tree planter about how we can mechanize and automate tree planting so it's just done and forests just don't end up like that and so drones were the solution we came up with and we've been working on it for three years now and um and now we've got a we've got a technology that actually works and we've been testing it in in forests across british columbia ontario and alberta and uh, now we're scaling so cameron tell me uh, about how the the drone work like how big is it and how many of these little seed pods can it carry and i'm curious to know how big the seed pods are because when i think of it i i know drones come in all sizes but let's be real i'm, I'm no drone expert <laughs> i talk on the radio for a living I, i'm curious to know how this all works yeah no worries those are all fair questions so each drone is about six feet and six we got feet. about wow six feet and we got about 30 of them wow and then each of those drones, they carry about 1,600 pods. And uh, our pods, they're about, they're around 20 millimeters, between 17 and 20 millimeters, uh, before they're wet. And then what the, what the drones do is we have a device on them that actually shoots them into the ground. They're shot at five per second. They embed into the soil. And then as soon as it rains, all of our pods swell up, they hold water, and then they just keep that seedling wet in case it stops raining, in case it gets hot and dry, which it tends to right now. So how long did it take you to come up with, the, I, I'm guessing that that seed pod itself took some work to, to get it right? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. You know, we thought the challenging part would be the drones. Uh, we figured that out pretty fast. Uh, it's the seed pods that our, our team has been uh, just kind of building out steadily over the last three years. And uh, we cracked it about last year. We, uh, we, we, we actually figured out a recipe that we were able to produce um, 
these seed pods that rapidly germinate and actually can turn into seedlings reliably. How how um, low are, are the drones firing when they shoot the seed? The shoot <laughs> that's a mouthful. Shoot the seed pods into the ground. Yeah, good question. So we can fly it at any height. If the site is clear and open, we can fly it three meters above the ground. Mm. Uh, but typically, because we're going into forests where they don't want to harvest it, they don't want to clear it, we want to keep the forest intact, but it's just burnt stands. We fly above the dead trees, so we're flying them about 30 meters above the canopy in a lot of instances, which is almost 100 feet. So how do you make sure that you're not wasting the seed pods, that you're not bouncing the seed pods off a, 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 a burnt-out tree trunk? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was a that was a learning for for us in the first kind of two years. We're like, okay, when they land in the soil, they do great. But if they if we waste them, if we shoot them onto roads, rivers, rocks, and tree stumps, so now we have software. We got a whole software team that I basically we have a map of the site, and then we use uh, algorithm we develop that will tell us, hey. There's uh, logs here, there's rocks here, there's water here. So our drones fly a path and it avoids all those zones and it just narrows in on where we want to plant. Very cool. And so have you been able to go back, and I'm sure you have, but I'm curious to know, have you been able to go back and see how many of these seedlings have taken hold? Uh, yes, yes, we have. So, I, I mean, I can talk about uh, Alberta. Yes, so, please. Uh, so we planted... Uh, a few sites in Alberta over the last few years. They're all around Port McMurray. So we did the Horse River fire, right? That's the big burn you had in 2016. Um, and so we did a site there, and they did really well, but we just did a very small site, right? It was about a hectare. So okay. last uh, this spring, we went back and we did two sites that were each about 20 hectares. So that's about, uh, a, a give or take, about 60,000 trees. And on each hectare, we need about 1,500 trees. That's a really healthy forest. That's a good uh, stand. Okay. And in uh, one of the site, we had about 2,600. In the other site, we had 2,900. Oh, wow. Wow. All right. So there's a good success there. So, Cameron, I'm curious then, um, why, uh, how is this better than tree planters? Well, first of all, I don't, I don't want to claim that it's better than tree planters or will replace tree planters because we absolutely need everyone planting trees. So we we work with tree planters. We hire a lot of tree planters. We are another solution because the reality is <clears throat> there's about 900 million uh, trees that are cut down in Canada every year and about 900 million that are replanted. Mm. But forest fires are not prioritized. Uh. And we had... We had Billions of trees, without exaggeration, billions of trees. Over two, uh, over four million hectares burned in Canada last year. Those forests aren't getting replanted, so that's why we said, okay, this is where we're going to come. We're going to fill a gap. And it's trickier for tree planters to go into forest fire areas, if I understand correctly, because it, as you mentioned earlier, they don't get cleared. It's a little, bit, it's more dangerous, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, it, it, it is dangerous uh, because. You just you have these burnt stands and they they fall over and they're very unpredictable. So we say, you know what? We'll we'll park outside. We set up our camp outside and then we fly over the whole stand without having to set foot inside. So Cameron, what kind of trees are you planting? And are some of them um, are some of the seed pods working better for you than the others? 
Oh, that's such a good question. So in Alberta, I mean, we've we've done about 17 different species overall, but in Alberta, we prioritize kind of three. That's jack pine, white spruce, and black spruce. Mm. So these are all conifer trees. What, what we found that was really interesting, this is actually um, recent, is uh, species like black spruce, <clears throat> They take a while to germinate. So we went back, we looked at our establishment rates, <clears throat> how, how many seedlings we're getting. And then we went back later uh, at the end of the fall and then the next year, expecting the numbers to go down a little bit. And they all went up for black spruce. So we're like, uh, so black spruce does very well, but white spruce is one of our priorities. It's just such an important species in Alberta. And it's one of the, the forests that just really struggle after forest fires. So it's a, that's a big priority for us, and we love, we love planting white spruce. Uh, Cameron, uh, one more question for you before I let you go. Um, what's, what's next for Flash Forest? Sounds like things are rolling along tickety-boo, and uh, <laughs> it sounds like um, things are going to be ramping up for you quite a bit. Uh, well, I'll just I'll put a call out. Like, if anyone in Alberta is uh, sitting on land that's been impacted by wildfire, Please let us know. Reach out to us at flashforest.ca. I am, um, or you can even reach out to me, Cameron at flashforest.ca, because we we're planting a million trees next spring, and uh, we're we're expanding what we're doing in Alberta, and we're we're still looking for some last burns that we want to add to to our mix. So that's it. We're going big. We're going to plant a billion by 2028. And, Excited to just keep you updated. Well, Cameron, I look forward to talking to you again in the future. Thanks for uh, sharing the details. I've been looking forward to this conversation all week. Thank you for joining oh, me. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Take it easy. Have a great weekend. Okay, you too. Yeah, thank you very much. Cameron Jones, the co-founder and chief operating officer of Flash Forest. Pretty cool. I, I, I love it when people come up with, you know, different new um, ideas or take something and um, adapt it to something that is going to be helpful.